You have queued up the Roulette Tapes, a program of adventurous music and conversation recorded at the New York City Concert Hall, Roulette. You can hear thousands of concert recordings from Roulette's past and present and find news of upcoming events celebrating innovation and imagination at roulette.org. Aren't you curious? Welcome to another episode of The Roulette Tapes. I'm Susan James. I'll be your host for this edition. Our focus is the artist Anastasia Clark, a composer, performer, and audio technologist based in New York City. Anastasia spoke with us via video chat as we observe COVID-19 social distancing. We'll also hear excerpts of two current works, Touch Release Oracle and Crushed Matrices. Here's Anastasia Clark. I am a composer, performer, sound designer, improviser, experimenter across different media. Tend to not fit so much into these boxes, but I use them as ways to reach audiences. So yeah, interdisciplinary artist working with sound at the center is kind of how I describe my practice when I'm allowed to use a lot of words. Through a tiny hole, and we're all like, 
Where did you come from? Even as machines derail our relationships to the meeting of our basic needs, such as food, water, clothing, shelter, and love. A portion of Touch Release Oracle recorded live in January 2020 at Outpost Artist Resources in Queens. It's an ensemble piece that I developed with four others. Ilana Stolpner, Samantha C.C. Blue from the band Mutant Forest and uh, Crystal Penulosa. And my concept for this piece was to develop an instrument that would allow those performers to interject and play with their own content. So I had them contribute sounds to the piece, uh, go out and record on their own, whatever they felt, moved to share. Then I kind of took those samples and cut them up and treated them a bit and uh, created a system in Max MSB where the samples are triggered by the performers interacting with a, a big like sensor instrument that covers maybe 15 by 15 foot space in the performance space. So they're, they're actually putting their hands and feet on these copper sensors that they help design um, and triggering their own sounds. But it's not a clear one-to-one relationship, touch this sensor and this sound always happens. It's more of a listening game. So I've set up a system that subjects their sound content to all this unpredictability and they are presented with a series of tasks that they must listen in order to find certain sounds out of this kind of forest that we've created. So yeah, it's very visual. It, it reads as, as dance almost. And there is a video on Vimeo. People listening at home also want to see. Thank you. 
When the weather gets cold, she pays. They are extremely emergency in their friends. They generally wonder she is around. Anastasia Clark is a 2020 Van Leer Fellow. Roulette awarded her the fellowship in partnership with the Edward and Sally Van Leer Fund of the New York Community Trust. The original kind of proposal I had for the June Roulette concert was to rework Touch Release Oracle, the piece I just told you about. Also add... Um, on the bill, uh, another piece I do with singing bowls and the broken pieces of crystal singing bowls as well, called Crushed Matrices. That was kind of a, a double bill idea, both of these performances using degrees of unpredictability. So so now with, with this pandemic happening, it's, it's a question of how do I change the format entirely to present these works? Do I even present these works? How would I work with an ensemble? Zoom through video conferencing and I find that I'm not so interested in adapting previous work as I am and just creating something totally new as a response. working with a collaborator here at uh, this amazing motel that we're kind of living at temporarily in Ithaca, which is 
known as a, a noise motel. They do shows and they have a residency program when things are, when people are allowed to gather. And um, we've been using the motel room as an inspirational space and the surrounding nature as well. There's a lot of cool, funky, modern design inside. And, and uh, yesterday or a few days ago, there was snow but also sun at the same time. So we've been making, me and my collaborator, Shannon Lumpkin, have been making nature videos and um, putting sound to them. And we had this conversation early on when we were staying here a couple weeks ago. I made a very simple sound piece and I said, you know, for the roulette show, I kind of just want to um, create these meditative pieces that are simple and not overthought. You know, I'm always working in sound spatialization and making things fancy. and. I want it to be like a tray of muffins that you give to a neighbor because this is an emergency and we're in a pandemic. <laughs> How do you give the audience something that they need right now? But as things go, I started overcomplicating it anyway, but I'm, I'm trying to hold on to that intention and keep things simple. So produce these nature videos with custom sound and, and then we're taking those videos and running them through uh, post-production process that involves abstraction and you know turning a beautiful 4k video into some low art low res on purpose <laughs> and then and then placing all of these videos inside of a vr environment using mozilla hubs so uh, i'm not a vr person i have no background in game design vr i don't have a headset but um this platform makes it very easy to pop up your videos and, and your sound pieces and your avatar can kind of fly around and check them out on what looks like different projection screens in a space. We've created this lake right now and we're putting a bunch of projection screens in the lake. You get sound spatialization by going near and far from the videos with their sound sources attached. So I'm starting to think about I can invite people into this VR space as a performance, or I can even record my experience of flying around in it as a performance. Yeah, just starting to think about how this allows me to prototype ideas for a theater space when I can get in one again. And at the same time, it gives me like an impossible tech backline that no theater I will probably ever work with could possibly have, because you could put up a thousand screens if you want and, you know, do it in the middle of a giant lake. <laughs> and play with a sense of scale. We created a mushroom forest to hang out in. So This is how my ideas are evolving and changing. And so uh, you asked about unpredictability and inviting the unknown. And I guess I'm just really going far out into a new format and not feeling attached to the idea of my ideas manifesting as a in-person live performance at this time. However, you know, also thinking of gradations, ways to adapt. So say we can go back into roulette and, but there are new ways of physically relating, social distancing. How do I bake that into a performance structure where there's only 10 people in there at a time or something like that? Yeah, brainstorming.
It is so amazing to not only receive support for the work that I'm doing, but to receive this kind of unconditional support and trust um, from an institution that presents work in this lineage that I've been devoted to for so many years. Um, but the biggest part of that really is, um, you know, a lot of grants and opportunities out there are very specific about the status of the work that you're presenting. Is it a premiere? Is it a work in progress? Is it this? Is it that? And having none of those restrictions is so important to the work that I do because I don't really see my work, my pieces ever as being finished or not. I do a lot of serial work that reforms and changes with each iteration and um, it doesn't fit into these funding structures necessarily. So that was like the biggest, most exciting thing to me about receiving this support is the lack of restriction on what I'm doing with it. It's really allowing me to explore. And then with this pandemic situation striking at this time, it's also allowing me the freedom to um, continue working, whereas otherwise I might be between a rock and a hard place. So that's really cool. And then the support from Roulette is also, I mentioned, just being recognized within a, a lineage and, and my devotion to working within it is so important. I mean, my great teachers were doing things at Roulette the year that I was born. So I saw a poster hanging in the on the wall that said that Zena Parkins was the audio engineer at a show in 1987. And I'm like, my God, perspective. <laughs> So it's just great to uh, have this intergenerational transmission happening. And I think places like Roulette, even places like Experimental Intermedia, Shoe Project Room are all places that kind of cultivate these conversations between generations. And yeah, keep the, the dream alive past the spans of any of our lifetimes.
the Roulette Tapes is a production of Roulette Intermedium. This project is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts. Our executive producer is David Weinstein. I'm Susan James. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to The Roulette Tapes, a program of adventurous music and conversation. This series is produced by Roulette Intermedium. You can find thousands of concert recordings from Roulette's archives and news of upcoming events at roulette.org.